0: We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for 6 or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also works with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Move Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. And this is an insights episode. So for those of you new to the show, this is an episode I record in 10 minutes or less, which is just dropping in an idea or a concept or or something that I've come across in the last week that I think would be beneficial to you to, to think about or put into practice. So that's what this is all about. And this week, it's the question I'm posing is, is overwork an addiction? And it's something I've been thinking about following on from conversations I've had with a few people recently. If somebody... Step back. I think overwork could be seen not necessarily as an addiction, but possibly, but certainly as a form of of self-abuse in a way. In the way we we might consider alcohol or overeating or undereating as being an abuse to the self and a detrimental behaviour, I think perhaps we could see overwork in the same way because I think it can affect family in the same way that maybe drinking too much does. It affects your relationships with friends. It can impact your expression of values or whether you're able to uphold the values that you hold dear. It impacts how much time you get to spend on your hobbies. It impacts your ability to practice what we call heartfulness, which could be contribution. So volunteering or fundraising, you don't have the time or the energy or the headspace for that. But also hobbies and other kind of restful practices, they often get squeezed out when people are overworking. And I think some of this, I talk about this in my book, Rise and Shine, which is Recover from Burnout and Get Back to Your Best as a subtitle. And I do discuss this in one of the chapters. You know, we tend to reward or even applaud people that really put a shift in on a consistent basis. You know, they're Trojans, they're workhorses, you know, they can really work. They know how to put a shift in. But I wonder if we're we're kind of doing them a disservice and doing society in general a disservice by applauding people for this. You know, shouldn't we... Be looking up to other more what we call heart centered entrepreneurs and leaders that talk about leaving the office on time, other things they make time for, such as running or sporting things, or time with family or time with their hobbies, because that makes them balanced leaders and balanced individuals. And maybe we should spend more time applauding them than we should the people who really put the long shifts in. And in terms of my health, when I realized that some of the business leaders I looked up to, with the traditional, I dare I say it, kind of dragon's den type investors and entrepreneurs, it's all about working hard, working on holidays, never really taking your foot off the gas or your eye off the ball. And I think perhaps you know, some of the people I've met more recently, they don't necessarily live like that. They promote a more healthy, balanced lifestyle. And maybe they should be the people, certainly I felt that, that I should be emulating and looking up to. And when I changed my role models and the people I looked up to, I changed the expectations I had on myself around work. So this is going to be short and sweet, this one. I just thought it would be interesting for some of you anyway to, to listen to this and to hear that, to play around with that idea, you know, is overwork and addiction, should we see it as as harmful to somebody as too much smoking, too much drinking, relying on prescription drugs or anything else? Because I think potentially we should see it in the same way. So takeaways from this, there are a couple of things jump onto our website and take the health IQ quiz. If you're listening to this and you're wondering where you're at with your health, you click down onto the website, com. click down through, click on take the test and they'll ask you 24 very simple questions. And at the end of that, you'll get a highly personalized report on sleep, on mental health, on energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. So there'll be some interesting insights there. But the other thing I would recommend you doing, if you're worried that maybe work has become all consuming, And you'll probably know if it has, if you're concerned that it is, it almost certainly is. But color code a typical week. So it sounds a bit Mickey Mouse and you can use Outlook to do this, but but go with it. Color, for example, red is all the time that you spend working. Green is recovery. So that might be going for a walk, putting your feet up and watching a movie, whatever it is that's recovery for you. Yellow might be family time and blue might be sleeping. You know, you could also count sleeping as recovery if you want to just keep it to three colors and then take a look at that. And look at how much red there is in that diary compared to how much green there is, how much yellow, how much blue, if you're using all four colours. And usually if someone has a suspicion they're overworking, they're just going to see a whole sea of red. And that could be quite interesting just to have a sort of picture or pictorial representation of just how much time you're spending working and how little you're spending with family or recovering. I have known that to be very effective. And then my ultimate takeaway is to pick one thing this week you're going to do a little differently to try and step back from that position of overworking. It might be booking in a massage. It might be making a commitment to yourself to leave the office at five o'clock on Friday or half an hour earlier on any given day of the week. It could be anything of that nature, but something I was going to do a little differently to reverse this, this overworking tendency. And it can be very difficult because quite often there's some deeply entrenched personality stuff, some childhood expectation, all the stuff I talk about in my book. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, by the way, but this episode isn't about promoting the book. But I do talk about this idea in a lot more detail within the book. And there's some case studies there as well, which I think or a rich addition to the book where you can actually hear from people and their experiences of how they 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 got stuck in this sort of overworking pattern and eventually burnt out, but then how they recovered. So that's it this week, shorter than usual, but a simple little idea. What are your thoughts on this? Really like to, to know. You can jump onto social media, hashtag Thriving5 on LinkedIn or Facebook and let us know what you think of this. If you're reading this through social or listening to this through social media, you can drop us a comment as well. Or let me know. My email is leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, at bodyshotperformance.com. And let me know what you think of this whole thing. Is it an addiction? Is that too strong? What do you think about the whole principle of overworking? That's it from me. Thank you very, very much for listening. Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think who needs to hear it. And as usual, I'll talk to you next week. All the best for now. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minutes test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.